0: Is here. The champ is here.
1: Yo. The champ is here. Yo. Yo, 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 Haha. Yeah. You have now entered Square, Circle 101. You got your band, the Titalian Stallion. Mr. Pinky Rake Shot and Sony Hill. Now with me, my man's an innovator. He was the first. The protest the National Anthem by sitting on his couch comfortably at home every year. How you doing today, my man?
2: Man, yeah, I'm doing alright, man. Same old, same old, I, man. People Just didn't know you was doing that, right? Man, I've been doing that, man. I've always been.
1: Make sure you hit mom. us up on Facebook.com forward slash circle 101 or at smack 101 on Twitter or give us some feedback on Gmail at circle 101 The champ is here, baby, and we are here to discuss the sweet science. Yeah! Let's get it started. Hey, yo! Shout out to my man, firstborn, real quick. How come your man, firstborn, can lose hundred pounds and turn from a fat black dude to a Filipino?
2: You know what, though, he's you know with that light skin complexion, man, he he can get away with so many. That's why he's never the, been pulled over.
1: He went from like Black Jesus to a Manny Pacquiao fan. <laughs> How does that happen?
2: Man, he just ask of his regimen, man. He ain't RCF, but man, he does his own thing, man. Whatever he's doing, That's my it works. Dude.
1: I can't wait till he hears this and he hears that, cause I know he's going to be laughing. So, laugh <laughs> so, man, how you feeling?
2: Man, I feel good, man. I feel good. We got a,
1: we got a lot to do. Snap. We got a lot to do. Speaking of RCF, hit him up at us. IamRCF.com forward slash contact. Do the 14-day trial. You hear us preach it every year. If you're in West Washington, just check it out. Apparently, there's a lot of well-mannered women there <laughs> that look really nice <laughs> in workout outfits. According to the reviews I've read online, <laughs> is the best way that I can uh, repeat this. Oh man, we actually had
2: some. Uh, one of our listeners, uh, Luis, man, shout out to Luis. He actually joined, and uh, nice. so he's there. I actually ran into him on the way I out. I believe in today. him. Yeah. Hey,
1: he's gonna be a movie star.
2: Watch. Yeah, or Or a director.
1: Or a director. Watch.
2: It's Either up. way, man. That way we get famous. Shout out right to the Sicilia Just...
1: twins. You see a sister? Was she there?
2: No, nah, she wasn't there. Uh, tell us what up. You want me to tell her? No, you tell her.
1: Nah, I ain't going to do that. Luis is my boy, man.
2: I'll
1: (laughs) I'll hit her up on Facebook behind his back.
2: No, like like, like like a a real man.
1: man. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm just joking. But now, now i we feel good. What you got for me, man?
2: Man, actually, man, you know what? Slow but steady always wins the race, man. So it's usually always the simple ones that I actually really like, that I really get. The keys to victory. Nobody trains to be average.
1: Ooh, I like that.
2: Short, sweet. But it's dead serious, though, Mm -hmm. man. You ain't never, nobody, (laughs) like my man Willie Beeman said in any given Sunday, who wants to be vice president? (sighs) Or who won the Super Bowl three years ago? You don't remember that, man. Second place is first loser. Mm -hmm. Nobody trains to be average. Average. That's right. That's right. Either do it or don't. Exactly, man. And you do it to be the best at all times, man.
1: Watching this, this past fight weekend, man, was exciting. Great fight weekend. Just on that note real quick, one thing that uh, t- uh, Teddy Atlas told to Timothy Bradley uh, during the Jesse Hart fight was uh, he said, uh, you know, who, what trainer trains their fighters what to do when they're hurt, right? No. Uh-huh. And that's why I kind of think of that one. I don't know why, because it's one of those things. Nobody trains to be average. You never mean to do it, but like when you get hurt in boxing, nobody's ever really prepared to actually get freaking hurt.
2: No, Because you can't all. prepare
1: to until it, it happens. You know, it and really that's when funny, you learn what to do.
2: Uh loss of words on that. I, I always to put myself in that position so you saying that are you are you done with your you done with your drink do you need do you need another one oh okay you need to catch up with me baby. don't worry about me don't hey i'm, a, no, I'm, all, I'm like always, i'm
1: like i'm, I'm at like a couple points past the limit uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no so thinking about that I, what what do you do how do you train when you're hurt you, only you gotta way fight, you fight can bigger do people it, you got, you gonna get hurt. That's yeah. the only way you can do it. Is getting hurt.
1: Best thing you can do is keep your sparring regimen tough and tight.
2: Use that jab. Use that jab. Use that, yab. When that you're jab. The is your best friend.
1: Challenge the people you shouldn't challenge while you're sparring.
2: Don't get beat up in sparring, though, man. It's okay it's, to get beat up in
1: sparring. Yeah. That's when It's okay to get beat up.
2: Yeah, exactly, man. That's because those you work records on your, don't matter. They, that's when you work on your flaws too. That's
1: when you get to practice for free, right?
2: But then we get those urban legend myths that we never heard of, like uh, Adrian, Bro- like uh, Adrian Broner getting knocked out, yeah. or Floyd getting the black, the black eye, eye and stuff like that. That's I want to
1: know. Yeah. That be one. Of, that might be one of my three wishes. Did uh, <laughs> Floyd really get a black eye? I mean, I'm not, I'm not. This, I don't mean this as a bad black joke. Did he really get a black <laughs> eye? <laughs>
2: Alright man, let's get to it man. This so how business.
1: do you feel about the World Boxing Super Series? Right now we have two winners We have, or three winners, I'm sorry We have um, Calum Smith won yeah. uh, before, But before that was uh, Alexander Usyk Usy. And then we had Yaneer Dordikos win And he beat Dmitry Kudryashov
2: By knockout By KTFO oh, KTFO, yeah so, I mean he got up and it's still kind of a KTFO. I, I would say almost.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now th- so far to me the the Smith fight was an exciting fight but seemed like too a real basic boxing fight. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. No, right? it really was like it's when you get a uh, when you get people who are especially mm-hmm. I wouldn't say both of them are fundamentally sound but Eric Scogland, really he basic. Kinda, he, Sim- Yeah, he just kind of made a little brawl like a little yeah. brawl kind of like a little scrap. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was the only one that we... <laughs>
1: it reminded me of, like, an English bar brawl fight, right? But this one here, we got Yaneer Dordikos. Uh, I don't know if we want to call him the black dude, but I guess the black dude in this nah, fight. I
2: was going to call him the black dude. Good job. Versus was, a but... big,
1: ripped, buff, wrestling-looking henchman, Dmitry Kudrashov, who got slipped.
2: Hey, now, you know me. The It's funny, because, like, I had one of my friends send me a meme, and then, uh... I don't know if you heard Issa Rae from Insecure. I don't know if you heard her comments. I know at the, the show. The, I'm familiar with the no, show. No, no. But have you heard her comments yeah. in the um, at the SB, the Emmys or whatever that was just out? Yeah. And she goes, um, <laughs> I'm going. Who, they were like, who are you going for? She was like, I'm going for everybody that's black. So when I was watching UFC, when like when they go to my uh, my homegirl's house, like, Carver, who are you going for? I always go for the black guy. Mm-hmm. Or the guy with the little shorts, unless that's just you. Uh, that's Ooh. I feel the guy with the lowest. No. Now hold on. Hold I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, a formula
1: too. Like the guy with no tattoos is who I'll go for.
2: Yeah. So the guy with the little shorts, I just feel like he has more confidence. Yeah. To, to rock the bikini Makes shorts. Makes sense. Or the, yeah. So, so, sense. so that's how I do it. So with this one, I don't know nothing about these two fighters. I haven't seen either one of these guys. It was fight. like
1: the WWE fighter versus the real fighter. Yeah. So
2: usually I would go with the black guy, uh, which is uh, Dordicos. But looking, nah, man, nah. I, wouldn't have t- I wouldn't have took nah. him that. And so even not knowing nothing about this fight, walking into, what's this guy, Dimitri? Kutyshov had one Kutchev. loss. Kutchev. he had one loss. That's the guy who I would pick to win, just Nestle. straight eye test. Yeah. Got slept.
1: Slept. What was that second round? Second round.
2: Second round. Knocked. Out.
1: He tried to get up. The, the, the ref even kept counting. I think he was rocking some Google. No, we were, or
2: wat, we were watching that, and I'm like, "Why are you still counting? Right. This man is uh, he's, like, okay, okay. He say, done. say he's you're done. the ref that lets him go through that. <laughs> yeah. There is still, there is still time on the clock. Yeah, he was gonna get hurt. You can't. I, I need you to be a little yeah. bit more receptive of seeing. Yeah. You gotta, I, I, I already know about the standing his eight His face count. was
1: crooked. Yeah. Like, his face was crooked when he hit the ground. He's trying to sit up. The that was all muscle memory yeah. of getting up. That There's was just all... Body. Yeah, he got slept, man. The shout-out to <laughs> y- Yoneer Dordikos with the win.
2: Yoneer. Yoneer.
1: Yoneer. Yoneer.
2: Anyway, what what we got next, man?
1: I want to go right into Toe to Toe Tuesdays.
2: All right, all right. So we go from the Super 6 World... World Championship Boxing, to toe-to-toe Tuesdays, man. I like those names.
1: That's right. Now right. first off, we have Brian Figueroa versus I- Ivan
2: Jimenez.
1: Jimenez. Jimenez. Jimenez.
2: Man, I hate you, man. You did good on the first bout, but then on this one, you just butchered their name still. What?
1: Yeah. Figueroa?
2: No. Jimenez. I- Jimenez.
1: Brian Figueroa. That's a pretty boy. That's a pretty boy for a tall, what What division? I want to say lightweight. What is it, what is it?
2: Oh, they were fighting a lightweight, one thirty-five. They both fighters that came out swinging a little bit. Um, Both undefeated, right? Both undefeated. Uh, Ivan Jimenez was seven and zero with four Mm -hmm. knockouts. Uh, Brian Figueroa twelve and zero with five knockouts. Um, Honestly, not really much to really say about this fight. It was a typical boxing match, kind of like how we talked about the Eric Skogland, Kanye Smith, but this was more of a. A boxing this accident, was a fight was a I brawler. thought
1: Jimenez could have took this fight and got a win if he would have roughed up Figueroa more. You
2: got, you know, sometimes when you go with the better boxer because Figueroa was the better boxer, he yeah. had nice uppercuts. But like every time puncher. he roughed
1: him up, he didn't like it. Like they had one thing where they head in the first round, and I always notice like when a headbutt happens and one fighter, it's kind of like there's so much space that he could walk away and hold his hand to his head. And like, then everybody's like, okay, well, well, what's wrong? Those are the fighters I don't like. Because now, cause to me, you're being protected. Because you got a headbutt and now you walked away thinking it's okay. You're in the middle of a freaking fight. For real? Right? That's how you get your that clock. That's how you get your clock. That's, that's how you get hurt
2: right and that's there. And I don't those, like
1: that right away. And when I saw that, that's a bad all sign. Times. That's, that's a bad sign for me.
2: At all times in and, and he's lucky he, he got more. the
1: win, he, his size got him the win.
2: It was unanimous decision, 58-56, all three judges. Yeah. Uh, Jimenez, he was getting off good shots, but he was getting countered yeah, easily. But like, it wasn't a lot.
1: He didn't m- rough him up enough. Yeah. There wasn't
2: too much to this fight,
1: man. It was. And kind you of can't really have basic. a Cuban boxer like that. Not, I, I can't say that. Only, only the, only the real good ones. You know what I'm saying? The one percenters will know if they're a boxer, especially to turn it up. Like, uh, and move forward when you have to arrest somebody up to get the win.
2: I think this was a six-round fight also. Yeah. So, for you to take your time, you're you're really, I'm not going to call you even cocky because you doesn't even look cocky, but you got some balls on you, kid, for really yeah. trying to take a chance on trying to outbox him with a six-round fight because it can yeah. go any way.
1: And also, the reach ra- is against Two rounds you. is huge. Yeah.
2: Three rounds is half the fight. Yeah. So.
1: It's a good out. That's a good way to look at it. And uh, Ivan Jimenez, your corner, just holler at us next time you need some uh, more professional advice. We'll teach you how to win.
2: I can't do it from the TV. You guys, uh, you, you guys can't hear me as well.
1: I know. We got to work on that. Next up was uh, this is the one you want to talk
2: about. I actually really liked this fight, and I really enjoyed this fight. Good fight. It was. Good, it was a fight. really good fight too, because like I liked. Um, Duwarn Vu. Duarn Vu versus Alejandro Salinas. Salinas. Now, so we had Duwarn Vu talk 12 about-
1: and about. A size advantage.
2: Oh, man. this was Big, uh, this was massive size advantage. Huge guy uh, versus Salinas, and in uh, a Vu. Borderline so, little person. Yeah, it with a Mike Tyson complex too, Five, man. Bro. Hey, his face though. Bro, his the face, mean. Dude, he. First of all, I didn't really believe it. So he, it <laughs> looked like he was trying to look mean. The guys who are natural, who are scary, are naturally scary. Yeah. They don't have to do anything to yeah. contort their face. You've seen you've seen all the Mike Tyson highlights mm-hmm. where they're doing the stare down in the middle of the ring where they're touching gloves. Mm-hmm. And Mike Tyson just has that piercing looking straight through you mm-hmm. face. Darren Vu, he just had the I'm trying to look mean face. Or he just could be naturally mean and that's his face. Yeah. But then at the same time, I was like, man, how do you get girls looking like that, man? Mm-hmm. That's the first thing that that's the second got, thing that came I'm out like, of my mind. Rapist. I was like, man, you can't. I'm you like, take
1: him, that's what you do. <laughs> so face before like that. before
2: we get into the uh the fight, uh Duarne Vu, his backstory. Go ahead and talk about that. So, um, they were just talking about how, you know, you get the typical came for nothing. Because <clears throat> when I first he...
1: saw that, I was like, he don't look like Madison, Wisconsin.
2: No, exactly. So, I'm ignorant. I don't know too many Asians from Wisconsin, but at the same time, Nobody I, does. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know too many Asians that was in Canada until I got there. So, Duarne Vu. No, his... but you
1: got to Canada and the Asians were clearly, oh, there you are, there you are, there you are. <laughs> you don't go to Madison, Wisconsin, but like, oh.
2: There you are. There yeah. You are. this yeah. Is a Vietnamese
1: restaurant right there. Yeah, so this doesn't work that
2: way. No, so this guy was parents were trying to defect and go to, I want to say it was Thailand. Mm-hmm. But a lot of refugees came a lot from of refugees, Thailand, Vietnam,
1: yeah. from Vietnam and Cambodia, because yeah. of the Vietnam War. And so
2: he was only uh eight, three or eight months, one of those uh kind of forgot. Baby. But they were talking about how they were trying to talk his mom into leaving him in the jungle. Wow just leaving him in the jungle crazy. because it's a crazy risk on bringing a baby cro- yeah. so like you know I don't know how how uh, up to date you are on your black history but I'm ah, pretty up to um, no you're not so like Harriet Tubman so they I had to give Harriet up I know who Harriet Tubman is <laughs> so she's Harriet on the, the with-
1: syrup bottles right
2: no, I know who Harry Tubman is. I hate you. See, no. But for that's you guys, I'm nice giving you a little black history. So Harriet Tubman was a person, uh, was a lady who... Underground Railroad. Underground Railroad. Uh, uh, freed a lot of slaves, whatever. Yep. But uh, when they had the babies, they gave the babies a lot of alcohol. They kept them, you know, drugged or drunk, basically doped up so they would sleep. And they, would, you know, so, you know, the slave masters wouldn't hear. So that's basically what they... It's basically like leaving the baby behind. Instead of doing that, it's just like, hey, just leave the baby behind because, you know, we get mm-hmm. caught, you know, trying to defect or whatever there. But then um, made its way to the U.S. And then uh, all of my life I had to fight. Yep. Kendrick, Stop that. Kendrick, Madison, yeah, Wisconsin, yeah, state. <laughs> I, I always think of myself, Madison, Wisconsin? Yeah. Really? I mean, really? Out of everywhere else? Right. But, the you storm? Know, hey. But either the way, man. The storm Vu. All right, let's go. So let's get to it, man. So this is a super featherweight, 130 hey, pounds.
1: that boy can scrap, though. That boy can fight,
2: 12-0 with four knockouts. Now, see, when I, when I saw that, I was like, all right. So I don't he's know. a boxer. So I was like, he's a boxer. Then we had Alejandro, 8-1 and one with eight knockouts. And I was like, okay, huge size advantage. We talked about that.
1: Alejandro Salinas fighting out of Youngstown, Ohio. His trainer, Jack Lowe, is Kelly Pavlik's former trainer. Oh, okay. There you go. Go ahead.
2: So he used his size. He was landing cleaner. Duarn Vu was relentless.
1: Came at him. Like
2: came at him. He was The Storm. Like, I want to say like Yeah, that's what it is. The uh, storm. The storm. Like an I, X-Men. I want to say this guy had a Ruslan Provotnikov. I think I used that uh, last style. week, yeah, but yeah. it really was just a relentless. I'm gonna come forward, I'm gonna come at you. <laughs> now, Salinas was landing Ooh. a lot of good shots, a lot of hooks coming over, and they were cleaner. He was patient, he was poised, but I can see how Dewar Vu was undefeated coming yeah. into this, yeah. man. It was just like he just necessarily relentless. didn't have knockout power, but he stays he on top. You. He, he smothered yeah, you. He smothered you. to stayed on top
1: of, of you. He took away your game plan. Alejandro Salinas just a little. Yeah, bit, they were. They just were just a little bit better
2: from the from the opening from the opening bell. They nobody. Was. I
1: feel for Vu because he's too big for that height. I guess you could say uh, if he could, if he was able to fight in maybe one weight class lower, where more people are that height
2: like just a regular featherweight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he probably do a lot better.
2: Or lose, you know, 8 pounds and go to, you know,
1: yeah, even better, the strawweight or whatever that is with 12.
2: Nah, no, no, nah, no. You your math sucks. No, super uh super bantamweight. weight. Super bantam. If he was there you at go. Uh, 122, so there you go. but I like this. I like this kid just because I think he's going to get a lot of work still just for the simple fact that he made for a good fight.
1: Now, th- th- that's one thing that I always love to say. When you see these good fights, who's going to get more work out of it? Who's going to get more paychecks? Who's going to get more opportunities? I think
2: both of them will after this. Like, this, there was no loser. Salinas,
1: there's after something the first, around him. They like him. We'll see a lot more the of him. First
2: two, the first two rounds, I was like, somebody's going to get knocked out. And then the more that Salinas kept connecting, and I saw Duarte Vu still applying not pressure, I was nowhere. like, he's not going nowhere. Yeah, he's he not getting order. knocked out. Uh, the one thing about it is Salinas... He can get talked into a brawl. Yeah, he kind of has that Timothy Bradley. All right, I'm gonna box.
1: It's f dad. And then
2: it's f yeah. Dad. I mean, yeah. then it goes f out. Dad. It goes out the f window. Dad. So like, that's the one thing. That's why Timothy I was...
1: Bradley is officially probably in my top five favorite fighters of all time. Yeah, no, he's number two probably. Right, he's because he just retired. I'm gonna move De La Hoya under, move him down want to put Timothy Bradley at number two. Okay. Probably Terence Crawford. I think he's probably number four or five. He's up there is one of my favorites. And we're going to talk a little bit about him in the last segment. Oh,
2: actually, you know what? Thank you for reminding me saying saying Terrence Crawford because, like, I thought Alejandro Salinas was the only person that can hurt Duaren Vu or something like that is somebody like a Terrence Crawford. Somebody. The reason why Terrence Crawford is such a great fighter is not only does he have power in both hands, but his accuracy, his accuracy and his boxing IQ allows him to punish anybody. So it's not just... Hit him with a hard shot. It's hit him with a precise hard shot every single time and, not, and have the ability to not get hit. That's the only person that can hurt a Dewar Vu. So as you can see what uh, Timothy, I mean not Timothy Bradley, but uh, Terrence Crawford did in his last fight.
1: Yeah, what well, he dropped do with a body shot nobody saw. Yeah the, see the the, the first, yeah, the first three rounds I was like, okay, this is turning out to be a boxing match. Now let's talk about this Cuba versus Mexico battle. Now this fight was actually at the Canary, which is not too far from my, my dad's house. But Ludwan Bartholomew versus Eduardo Ramirez. <sighs> I like Ramirez.
2: And now, but I, last week, last week, we thought it was Eddie Mar- Ramirez. I don't think
1: we talked about this. We, we didn't know, but
2: you said he was the spoiler.
1: Yeah, so, I, I had it confused. So,
2: yeah, it's all right, though. You got, I uh, made you a racist got, mistake. You got, you got an Eduardo Ramirez and you got an Eddie Ramirez. Eddie Ramirez is one of the uh, When we first started this podcast over a year ago He was one of the first people that we put up On our recent bouts Our recent bouts section in our square circle app Which you can find
1: On Google Play or iTunes Available in, in the app store Tell your friends, tell your family members Make sure you download
2: it Yeah, my man So he was one of those guys who defeated Kevin Watts Which was an upset And then also yeah, <laughs> My champ that I was hoping for in the future Defeated Ryan Cowboy Carl yes. from Texas. We ain't
1: seen him since yeah. He's hanging with Brian Goodfellow Perella right now. They're just <laughs> chilling <us>. together, right?
2: <laughs> Both mad at us, man. Just mad at me. God
1: damn it, these guys <laughs> out here. What's wrong with him?
2: So, yeah, no, but this is Eduardo Ramirez uh, versus Ledwan Bartholomew. Rance is Bartholomew's younger brother. Yeah. Right. So, Featherweight.
1: Ledwan, Ludwan, Ledwan, Ludwan Bartholomew to me is, is one of the most overrated hypes I've seen.
2: So, are you saying that? overall or are you saying that because after this fight
1: after this fight especially I always thought he was hyped overrated I Well, oh, I judge Cuban fighters different there's, there's a part of me that has a certain dislike for him because a lot of them will come here and just refuse to speak English or Learn English things like that maybe but also sometimes their style is not appealing But I did like you gamboa because he was willing to change his style and fight different I like Luis Ortiz because he's willing to change his style and to fight different and appease the crowds as well. Ludwan Bartholomew, to me, is just an overrated joke and boring as hell, and all he'd want to do is put me to sleep. Eduardo Ramirez tried to make it a fight. It was a draw.
2: It was a so, draw. So, the thing, the thing that was crazy about this fight was Ledwan Bartholomew, the first round, he was a quicker and his he was a better eight. boxer. He, he, he had Odell Beckham. Yeah. That's, I think that could have been my turnoff, being a Redskins fan yeah. and kind of had the Odell Beckham. Like I, would be, I,
1: I would I would. become a Ludwan Bartholomew fan if he does fantasy football.
2: <laughs> no. The thing about it is, in the first round, he established his dominance yes. and he had a cool demeanor. Yes. But then... And at first he got, showed
1: a level of class better. He
2: did. It, at I, first. My notes, typical Cuban fighter. Yes. Just a class Slick, boxer. Slick, sli- Yes, just a typical Cuban boxer. Mm-hmm. And that's funny when you say typical... And it not mean, and it and it means great. Yeah. Because all Cuban fighters, like, is oh, he's a Cuban fighter. You know what to expect mm-hmm. out of him. So he was, you had it, you had it quick and slick. But overconfident. Way overconfident. Way overconfident. Way overconfident. After that. overconfident. So I was, you know, I do it round by round, and then of course, about round six with any round, I usually unless it's like a knockdown or something like that, I stop taking notes because usually the fights play out the way that it's already been. Yeah. So. I'm over here right in the first round, like the rest of the, I think it was ten rounds, whatever. Like this, like this fight is going to turn out to be the same way throughout this first round, just because it was outclassed. And then one of the things is Eduardo Ramirez. I put down is he needs to make it ugly. And, and I'm thinking, how can you make it ugly when you're a 20 and 0 with only seven knockouts? But that's the really one. He just outworked him, and then he was he stole a lot of the end rounds. And then so when he, we got all the way to like around the eighth round, and then I think after round three, Eduardo Ramirez started he, to do it. He, he started. He, he to measured creep his distance. The,
1: he was able to measure his distance a lot more and, and frustrate him like crazy. But then it seems take like away his jab, Bartholomew
2: too. got tired, and then he stopped throwing. He yes. He got caught. I don't understand how you know people shake their head like nah, that didn't hurt me. But when you're getting caught with three, four, five, six, seven punches, yeah, like you're getting hit with them in spurts though. So. I had I had a upset almost but ended up being a it ended up being a draw.
1: Yeah. I I had Ramirez win by one round. I thought he won the fight so I think Bartholomew got lucky with the draw. I'm not mad at the draw. It could have went either way it was it was a close and tight fight. But I also I don't I don't like I don't like Bartholomew at all. Not I a
2: fan. Not a fan. I didn't mind the draw just for a simple fact that I wanted Eduardo Ramirez to win, but deserving, like Snoop said, like my, uh, like my girl Snoop said in uh, The Wire, deserve ain't got nothing to do with it. It is what it, well, it is. What it is so. Just like
1: how we just said with Duan Vu, he had a good performance with a loss where he's going to get more fights. Mm-hmm. Eddie Ramirez fought tough, but to me didn't impress enough to where I, don't, I feel like he didn't do enough to get more fights. Because Bartholomew's going to get more fights on TV.
2: Funny thing about it is, for both of these guys, her wrote, either one won't reach the top. I don't think either one of these guys has what it takes to be a champion. No,
1: neither one, neither one, neither one at all.
2: I think they'll, I think they'll get lost in the. They'll crumble.
1: They'll crumble.
2: Yeah, it's just because Ledwin Bartholomew, he doesn't. I don't think he has the discipline to be able to last against upper echelon. I don't think so either. And then not in not not, not saying that. What
1: weight class was that? Featherweight. Featherweight.
2: Yeah. No. As we go over the featherweight champions right now. And we do this, we do this a lot. We got Gary Russell Jr., mm-hmm. Abner Mars, Leo Santa Cruz, Lee mm-hmm. Selby, and Oscar Valdez. <laughs> Neither one of these guys would last. And then we got Carl Frampton, Scott Quigg, Joseph Diaz. You got all these guys. Uh... Frampton
1: just signed to Frank Warren, by the way.
2: Yeah. So when it comes to when it comes to those guys, I don't think they have what it takes to now. And then Eduardo Ramirez, he just—I don't think he has the level of talent to stay up with their Hard work <sighs> get you so far, so far. But uh, um,
1: because skill has
2: to get you the rest has, of the way, it has, has to, to get you the rest way. It really of the way. does.
1: Let's talk about this ESPN fight card brought to you by Top Rank Sports with my man Mick Conlon as the opening fight.
2: So you know what's really funny is like a uh, great got fight to, card, by the way. So guess what ESPN did on the recording? What did they do? They messed up again. What? I want to cuss, but you know, I, I I feel like it's beating beating a dead horse Say talking what? about how ESPN records. Espen? Well, you have
1: to understand.
2: What do I got to understand? If it was delayed for bowling,
1: I'd be mad. Um, But it was because we are leading into, we're getting closer to October for baseball. And you did mention who the Cubs are going to be visiting for the first week of playoffs. And it was a Cubs game that seemed to mess up Comcast DVR. But ESPN, you could throw a little freaking screen on the corner. With what's going on on the fight,
2: yeah. So it ended up being on, I think, ESPN News until it transferred over. So it it just so happened, it just so happened, I stepped in at the beginning of the Oscar Valdez fight, which we're going to talk about in a minute, to where we discuss what happened in that. But you did see Mick Conlon versus Kenny Goose. I did. So what's funny is like I typed in... So I typed in. Um,
0: Conlon? You I get, I get KGFO? on my, uh,
2: nah. I get in a uh, basically, I get on my fire stick, man. I type in Conlon versus. And then a whole bunch of Creed clips come up. And I'm like, you guys got pretty Ricky Conlin up here before you I have Michael think about I <laughs> didn't. Yeah. Think before you have Mike Codlin up here, I'm like, man, that movie was good. That man. was a great movie. So yes. Solid, no wasted movement.
1: None. At all. At all.
2: He showed no respect How did they for find Kenny the only
1: Gilles. Mexican in Montana?
2: Kenny Guzman? Yeah. I look. He can box. Kenny he's goes He can box. He's, he's just, he just. Uh, Mike Collins didn't show. Star Michael power,
1: Conlin. pure power, baby.
2: He's tough and he's hard nosed. Uh, yeah. He can switch to southpaw. He's physical. Just like you said, he does have a uh, star power. I and feel like being three. I feel like 0. I can
1: see Mark Wahlberg playing a character of Mick Collins someday in the future. Because they got the same, you know, necklace tattoo and Mark stuff. Mark Wahlberg,
2: by the time Mick Michael Conlon becomes really famous, Mark Wahlberg will be dead. I know, we got it, it, to... Th- nah, he's not going to be does dead, he have any but kids? it'll be a, It'll be another 10 years does he before... Does have any kids
1: that are good actors?
2: Yeah, so... uh Knockout. Mm. Yeah, almost a KTFO. Almost, I kind of labeled a KTFO at almost, the end of yeah. the uh, second round. Just
1: dropped him in the second round.
2: The only thing that Mike Conlon needs... Is the sharpening skills, that's and it. that's gonna come with time. Yeah, that's gonna come with time. Maybe not take so any shots. He's fighting at one
1: forty-seven, right?
2: Well, no, featherweight yeah. one twenty-six.
1: Ooh, he has some room to grow.
2: Yeah, he has a lot of room Perfect. to grow. Uh, mature into his body, still mm-hmm. young. Um, I like, I like this kid. He's only gonna get better by only fighting more. Only get better. But yeah. Only get better. And that's that's it. I like, I like the kid. Mm. He just, he's young. So him being young you think you're invincible, so you take all those shots, your, your body wears down a lot faster, man. You gotta box a little bit more, baby. Mm. But after that, Definitely got I a chin, I this is a guy that I wanna see a lot more.
1: I wanna see a lot more of him. I'm glad to see him get some exposure right now at ESPN. It is still a little new for us, I guess, to see fighters when you see with the third fight on TV like that, right? Because Vasil Lomachenko's already got a world champion. Rigor has got maybe 12 fights total. So this is still a new thing in boxing that we're seeing a lot of televised from some of these young and fearsome cats. The next fight on there was Nerado or Gilberto Ramirez versus Jesse Hart from Philly. Super so talk middle. Talk about a brawl.
2: Dealt for the WBO belt, uh super middleweight hey, one sixty eight. Hey, Jesse
1: Hart. You got my love, bro. You got my love. You got you got worked in the first half of the fight bad, mm-hmm. but you showed your own in that second half.
2: He uh if he would have fought like he did in the second half of the whole fight, we could have been talking about something a little bit different. Yep. Because Gilberto, Gilberto Ramirez did get the unanimous decision yep. on top of that. Too tough. Southpaw, Zerdo. Zer- Zerdo. 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 Zerrito. Zerda. Zerda is his nickname. What Z- is Zerda? I, Sounds I, I like don't.
1: a Power Rangers enemy.
2: Lord Zordon. Oh, that's close. exactly what I, th- that's what I thought about
1: okay. when he
2: came in. No, but when I saw Jesse Hart, he kind of reminded me. Now, I'm nowhere near these guys' level.
1: Uh, Jesse Hart did beat... Uh, the thrill, give real the guy who just fought Dennis Benavidez recently, but Jesse Hart out of Philly, his champion was a his his champion. His dad was a world champion fighter, I guess.
2: Jesse Hard work hard, so he kind of reminded me of how when I first started sparring, a lot of movement. He needed to calm down and settle inside mm-hmm. himself, and he didn't.
1: He had yeah, some good he, he, you, you did this the first. Step.
2: Yeah. Little but his feet, his feet, he wasn't solid in his punches. He got tired from running, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. around two. Got caught. I I thought he was he got when he got when he got the the low blow. I thought he was gonna take all five minutes. I was like, he don't want to be here. Like, that's the first thing I said. I I wrote it down before he even he only took like a minute, and I was like, man, he's gonna take all
1: five minutes. Hey, he, nah, nah, he came back fighting, man. He did good, he did right, not good enough. But
2: so right. yeah, uh, round eight is when he started try- finally tried to battle. That was from. Well, I say up.
1: round. I give him round six and seven. Man, is when he really really no. tried. Round, his-
2: eight, round eight to me is when I actually saw that he was like, all right, man, I gotta turn it up. Uh, to me, I thought it was a one sided fight most of the time, uh, but it was a decent battle down the stretch.
1: Jesse Hart, I thought she did good enough to get some more fights. Gilberto Ramirez, though, looking really good. What what was this, 154 or 160?
2: This is 168. 168. Yeah, so Gilberto Ramirez came in at 35-0 with 24 knockouts. So we can see him
1: versus possibly David Benavidez coming up soon. Yeah. If Golden Boy does it, Mm -hmm. which I would like to see. Now, one
2: of the things we covered last week at... um, we covered last week that kind of leads into this fight where we talked about the Canelo Triple G
0: mm-hmm.
2: was training like you fight. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, Jesse Hart trained like he was going to fight this fight.
1: Okay. The, I see that. The,
2: re- the reason why I say that too is just because you went from a lot of movement and not really making any progress to slugging it out.
1: Yeah.
2: And then so you got tired after round two, in my per- just like I said, in my personal opinion. Now... You can't, you're not going to get tired in round two if you were practicing so, movement the whole time. Yeah. You so, he is issue in his
1: camp. So, that means his corner definitely lost in this fight. Bad plan.
2: Yeah. Because he went to two different dynamics. Yeah. It's one thing...
1: That's a good assessment. If I if like that a lot. If,
2: it, if it's one thing, like Timothy Bradley, he's like, all right, a game plan out the window. I'm going to fight you. To Jesse Harden's like, all right, man, look, I'm tired from running. I got to slug it out. Like, when you go out... It's one thing go out of necessity, and then you go out of... I have no other choice or yeah. something, desperation, you know. Wh- then there's die whatever. on
1: your shield, which is two- no, the another whole other level.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: That's Timothy Bradley right there, die yeah, on your
2: shield. Is the, Timothy Bradley is die on your shield or it's just like, I can't beat this guy. Yeah. And then it's just like, it's whatever, man. I'm mm-hmm. either going to get knocked him out or I'm, G- yeah, I'm either going to knock him out or, or I'm going to get knocked, knocked out. out. Yep. That's the only way that you can go. Jesse Hart, well that's somebody's old had to go when it's Jesse Hart So we'll still see him in the future
1: We'll see him in the future, he'll be able to bounce back Gilberto Ramirez is definitely a force to be reckoned with And we'll see a lot more of him Now that this 168 pound 175 pound division is more wide open than it has been before in the past As far as emerging stars Next up is a great fight Oscar Valdez versus Genesis Cervanian
2: so we all we all gave uh Oscar Valdez high praise, mm-hmm. and then uh, it was great when I get to see people when you tell people about fighters, then you actually get to see them because like you know I came home mm-hmm. uh, after work, and then that's the fight that I told you just came on, and I had a few yep. few people over or whatever, and I was telling about Oscar Valdez now
1: were you Dennis, telling that were you telling about how good he was in the fourth round when he got dropped?
2: I was telling that before that, but the thing is. I'm not emotionally attached to Oscar Valdez. I like him. Yeah. I like him a lot, but I'm not emotionally attached. I always, I will always want to see a good fight over my favorites at any time. Mm -hmm. So, but this falls into the category is Genesis Cervania, 29 and 0, 12 knockout. I got, I got more fights. He's like, I got more fights than you. Mm -hmm. So it's, I, even though you're the he champion. He caught him
1: slipping, bro. He did. He caught he him really cocky did. and slipping and dropped his ass and then hurt him again in that round.
2: Only two amateur fights. And then turned pro.
1: Philippines, man.
2: The Filipino. I don't think he, I don't think He, he fought
1: th- through Japan before he came to the U.S. I don't really
2: think that he caught him because he was too confident or too he cocky. Got, he
1: had his hands down. He was walking away, had his hands down, and got popped.
2: He's No, he just wasn't scared. He was more active. He had good defense he knew it was and a he fight. had good counters. Yeah. And then so
1: it was, it was going
2: into round four. And you know what? So this but is the first But then Valdez came mad.
1: back and knocked him down.
2: He did, right? Back to back round. So round four, he got he got hurt round four. And then um let Cibania. me see which, what you it, have. Round five and round six. Got drew. They got dropped. They they turned the corners up. You know one thing I hate? I hate it, I hate these commentators that come on here. And I know who the favorite fighter is. Should who and is talking about Teddy Atlas? Was that on HBO or was that on ESPN? That was on ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. It was Teddy, Teddy Atlas, Atlas and and Bernardo, Te- and yeah. Timothy Bradley. Terrible commentary. Terrible commentary. It was biased. As matter of fact, I made I made sure I had that on my notes. Round four. It was a lot closer than what it looked. And yes. the whole fight was a lot closer. But they talked about how Oscar Valdez... It was shutting he, he out. Was, he was, he was shut, no, it was nowhere near a shutout. It mm-hmm. was a close, grinded out fight. And I need everybody to, when you watch that, don't have no bias towards it, man. I understand having a bias. Sergey Kovalev, Andre Ward, the first fight. I said, I don't know who won at the end of that. I don't know. I want to say Andre Ward. Nothing but makes me better sometimes
1: it. when I hear commentating and I and I and I say to myself like, no, you don't know what the f you're talking about. What fight are you watching? No,
2: that's exactly what it was too because I had people here and then I'm like I'm looking back and I'm like, are you guys watching the same fight yeah. that they're talking about? That's why it's your girl. Um, what, what's her name? Alita Bird or whatever. Oh, uh,
1: Adelaide Bird. Adelaide she Bird. Ain't my girl. That's Robert Bird's who, girl. Yeah,
2: who were talking? Nah, you and Robert's girl. Robert yeah, my Bird. girl. She, she yeah. Me no. Hit so it. that's why when they talk about she could be swayed by the crowd. It's easy for people to get swayed by the crowd and then also the commentary.
1: Watch it with the volume off. That's why I said we should have female judges. (laughs) Women are wired wired through emotions and feelings. They're just wired that way. No,
2: understandable. So, but it was a great fight. It was a great fight. I had this as a fight of the year candidate. Candidate. (sighs) Candidate. Candidate.
1: Candidate. Candidate.
2: You gotta have other candidates. You can't. You yeah, this, ain't, this ain't the campaign. You can't. As of right now, to be shut
1: out. Fight of the year right now is Anthony Joshua and Klitschko. Right now.
2: <laughs> look, we gotta save that for the end of the year. Next year, as year's, of right sorry. as the of wrap. right now. This we'll put good, it up there. We'll yeah, we have to put there. There. it up there. You can't. Hey, look, Genesis Sarmiento. This, this ain't Cam Brady. Genesis Sarmiento, welcome to America.
1: You have made a name for yourself, Mrs we are fans we want to see more of you
2: at his 30th fight he made a name for himself
1: right ain't that hey, funny how hard that works work. out
2: oh this hard was work. Be- this is beautiful though, but now so how, was... how does
1: Oscar Valdez look to you when we're talking to the names you got bigger names that was 126 pounds
2: I'll tell you one thing because
1: I believe uh, we have Gary Russell Jr. In that
2: get, we did. Night. we talked we talked about Lee Selby Carl Lee Frampton Selby. you have a lot of stuff
1: do you see Valdez beating any of those names Gary Russell Jr. first
2: probably too not too fast and it's not even that is,
1: yeah. He he, ready? He's he's, he's still wet behind ready. the ears, man. He ain't ready yet.
2: He's a beautiful fighter to watch, but when it comes to somebody with a boxing IQ, that's not a slugger because we we've shown if it's if it's grinded out He's game. Fight, he's, he's game. game. But when it comes to the knowledge of this man, you're gonna yeah, have, to be, you have to outsmart somebody. You got to outsmart somebody, man. You just that talent only gets you so far. So far, it's. I don't know how many times I've said this, man. Especially, you know, basketball was the first sport that I I really excelled in and I was really, really good at. Mm-hmm. The only people I had problems with were the people Sugar. who were smart. Mm-hmm. The older people. The older people who've seen it all and done it all. Because once their speed left, once their quickness left.
1: Were they big brothers that called you young blood? The,
2: yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I got, I got handled at the park more than a few times by some older dudes just because... They knew the game. Mm-hmm. And it's even now. I haven't touched it. Oh, you the, good, young blood. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, young blood. Oh no, no, man. I've been embarrassed out there. I don't even gonna lie. But then when I played the cats younger than me, I'm like, or my age, I was like, oh, this ain't I, the experience counts for so much. It really does, man. So
1: nothing I seen before.
2: Nothing I ain't seen before.
1: So who do you want to see Oscar Valdez fight next?
2: I'm done with uh I'm done with title defenses, man. Everything needs to be unification. If you have a belt, unification Unification is always supposed to be the way out. That's undisputed. This is a damn shame that it's been a 10-year difference. Mike Tyson is going to be
1: touring soon for Undisputed 2. Hopefully, he comes to Seattle.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk
1: about who I really like is Jorge Linares.
2: Jorge Linares. Versus
1: Luke Campbell. Luke Campbell, tough dude. How Freaky life.
2: cool hand Luke Campbell. I think that's what I'm going to say cause Freaky get, cool hand Luke it's Campbell. It's supposed to be cool hand you Luke. You think his
1: girl gave him that
2: nickname? No. Cool hand Luke is his nickname, but when you say Luke Campbell, there's only one Luke Campbell in ah, Miami. It's the mayor of Miami. Me so, horny. so that's Oh, me so Horn. so I'm saying freaky Luke cool freaky cool hand Luke Campbell. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Jorge Linares.
1: That boy's bad. I think he's gay. <laughs> but he's still tough. Only reason why I say that is because he only seems to bring his mom to his fights.
2: So he's the Ring Magazine champ?
1: For that weight class.
2: For that weight class. Yes. So the, he that's just at the 130. Undis- 30, so that's 135.
1: Just 135, the
2: 135. lightweight. So at that light, that weight class. That's because supposed to be.
1: Mikey Garcia just fought his last fight at 140. <coughs> that's the only reason why.
2: So Sneak this Lampley, my man in them, who's the king of just sneak dissing. Just sneak dissing. Right
1: under there,
2: just He, called, he said, weak chin and cellophane skin is the reason why he's not as good as he should be. <laughs> Because his skin tears so easy. How do we let him get away with this, man? How come somebody hasn't jumped out the ring and punched Luke? Uh, I mean, not Luke, Jim Lampley. He's been in the game he's for
1: years. <laughs> That's
2: why. It's made me it's an made animal. Him a, made him an animal, man. He's, <laughs> I love listening to him Ooh. commentate. Because I was, I, I'll be watching the fight by myself, and I'm like, is anybody <laughs> here with this? <these>, that, <laughs> that's stuck. a blatant insult. And honestly, when, when I first got into boxing, not like boxing, when I first got into boxing where I stepped foot in a gym, there is nobody who runs their mouth and talks trash more than any boxers and trainers. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Nobody. Everybody's a bum. You suck. You're weak You got bad footwork You got no power you're, you're a bum I don't know how many times You heard you're a bum yeah. But like But like Anything that evolves Around boxing It has to be the most Sneak disc, Straight trash talk That there is And Jim Lampley's the king of all that Yes he is Jorge Linares This was
1: I think he's really good I like him a lot I think he found his place In boxing
2: I think he aged In the ring
1: yeah, he slowed down a little bit. Yeah, but he slowed
2: down a lot. Not he a lot of bit. And I it's thought not Luke like-
1: Campbell just was really good, just not good enough. I thought class told over time and he lost the yeah. fight due, to, due due to that class level. I don't think Jorge Linares has much left in him. Maybe one or two good fights left. Yeah, he, and he go out good. But uh, I still thought he looked really good. He did for he fighting gra- a dude that that somehow was 135 pounds. A
2: 2012 gold medalist.
1: Luke Campbell, how is that boy 135 pounds? He looked like he was 154 in that ring.
2: Exactly. He was bigger, longer. He was a good fighter. He wasn't scared. Um he just got a little There's bit of um uh yeah. Yes, Jorge you know. Linares, he just does everything really well. Yes. He doesn't do he doesn't have the power. He doesn't necessarily is quicker. Both
1: of them have Cuban trainers. Yeah. Now, do you think both of them offer them like freedom to get them to train them? Like, you know, you get defect from Cuba and come live here?
2: I what? have no idea. <laughs> in, the UK you, ones in the... You know what I'm saying? I, I have... I'm just
1: saying, no, possibly, no, nothing?
2: You said you're trying to buy your way into heaven, right? You're, not you're, really. You're, you're not doing a very good job.
1: Not really. But Jorge Linares <laughs> is at 135 pounds. I think he needs to take maybe one or two more fights and go out on top. He's had a lot of fights. He's not going to get to pay-per-view status. No. Um, He doesn't want Mikey Garcia problems.
2: Great knockdown round two. He Great had, knockdown. so like that was just a nice combination coming off a counter Good two. one two. So he has he has what it takes though. So like he's 42 and three, well forty forty-three and three right now. Well, uh, I want to see Luke Campbell nine. against
1: a Victor Postle at 140 pounds. Or even Luke Campbell against a Mikey Garcia to see how the, how well he messes That's one thing out.
2: Jim Lampley was talking about. Mike honestly I think Mike Garcia will mop mop mop, it, mop yeah. him up. But Victor Postal, I think Victor Postal will put them pause on him, man. Like yeah. I I think it's I like different- see
1: a Victor Postal versus Mike Garcia.
2: That would be great. Be that would really fight. be great because Mike Garcia is really, really good. Victor Postel knows how
1: to use his length and his and, arms. And
2: I don't think Mike Garcia is on Terence Crawford's level, so I think it'll be a way better fight than it was at Terence Crawford than Victor Postel. Yes, like. I
1: think so too. I agree. I
2: agree. I, I'm, I'm a fan of that. So uh, Jorge Linares, just but just like that, just like you, you, got, you said, uh, I am a fan of Who's left at 135
1: guy. pounds? What do we have? Mm-hmm. 130 is the weight nobody wants to be at because that's where Lomachenko's at, right?
2: Yeah, that's yeah, nobody where he's wants at.
1: 130. So 135. Who else is out
2: there? I feel like Vasyl Lomachenko is like kind of like in purgatory. Yeah. He's just like he's he's around there, yeah. but he's not he can really. Fight anywhere nobody he really, wants, really to. wants him. So, so we're talking about Jorge Linares. We talk Robert Easter Jr. Ooh, doesn't he have a fight coming up? Uh no, not, nope. not So we got Robert Easter Jr. That'd be a good one, actually. Uh, Felix Verdejo, uh, Raimundo Beltran, Ooh. Anthony Krolla's still around there. Yeah, he
1: beat him up twice.
2: Uh, Richard Comey, Javante Davis. Ooh. So, some D- names Dennis Shafakov.
1: Shafakov. Uh, Dejan Zlatichinen. That'd be a good fight. Yeah. So. There's some fights out there. I want to see Jorge, Jorge Linares. Just, you're already the champion. You really have nothing else to prove. Um, if you're not going to unify, maybe defend one more time or retire. That's what I'm going to say.
2: I think uh, if I'm Jorge Linares and I'm picking who I'm fighting, mm-hmm. uh especially for, like, uh, trying to clear out the division, which I don't think he'll do. Robert Easter Jr. would probably be a good name under his belt, but somebody who I don't think really poses an immediate threat to hurt him, especially when you're aged in the ring like you, like you are. Like, I don't think he'll – I don't think Robert Easter Jr. can do a Miguel Cotto and what he did to Sergio Martinez and just basically have him just age horribly in the ring and just end up ending him. So that's, that's who I would like to see. But you never know how these things take. These things take a lot of twisted turns when it comes to these weight classes, and especially older fighters and people who actually have some things accomplished. I think of it as they get to the pick towards the end of their career and what they want to do. So he's earned that right.
1: Now, we don't have too many fights this weekend coming up. Um... Devin Alexander is making his return on toe-to-toe Tuesday, but before that, there's also another World Boxing Super Series fight. It's uh, Maurice Breedis versus Mike Perez. Mike Perez a Cuban fighter. Uh, Campaigning at Cruiserweight now. Um, he's a dude who uh, puts this other guy in the hospital, Mogdogba Mag- Glove or something like that. Uh, but he's been around for a while. Maurice Breedis is going to be the favorite in that fight there. But how do you feel about Devin Alexander coming back? Where you been, bro?
2: Well, it looks like the last time Devin Alexander fought was October 14, 2015. Mir Khan? No. That was... Oh, Aaron that, Perez.
1: Or Aaron, Aaron Martinez. Martinez, yeah.
2: Good job. Yeah,
1: Aaron Martinez. I picked him to win that fight, too. Yes. He was like a, like a huge, massive underdog.
0: Yeah. Massive really was, underdog.
1: So. so, this is how I feel about Devin Alexander. Pockets must be hurt. But Timothy Bradley just retired. And you're from the same class. So, what are we doing? Why are we here? What's going on? That's my question to him. He's fighting a Walter Castillo, who I'm not too familiar with. What's his record? You got him up there?
2: Yep. So, Walter Castillo, he's 26-4. and four. Let me see. And Devin Alexander, same exact record, 26-4. and four. Devin, Devin Alexander, Alexander got 14 knockouts. This guy has 19 titleist. knockouts.
1: So, Devin Alexander should not be headlining a toe-to-toe Tuesday.
2: At all. At all. But at the same time, is when you're at the he could be hurting for money. I mean, he's fought. He's Saint fought Lewis. some names. And he
1: got some decent losses, except for the Aaron uh, Martinez one. That's the only one where he should have won. But you called it though, so you already knew something about it. Something about. It. Uh, he was off. He had his heart snatched from Timothy Bradley. Man, he's been a tin man ever since. No,
2: don't say that, man. He's he's giving us some good fights.
1: Alexander man. the the wake, like you know, the funeral, the wake. That's what we'll call him.
2: No, that's what you're gonna call him, man. I actually like this. This is one Alexander. Alexander was one of those guys. What that do you I do I if like. you're
1: with me and I call these guys about these nicknames I like, give them? Like if I'm like, hey, it's Boner.
2: I'm like, sorry, he's drunk. Can we get you on the show? No. So we got a Demarcus. <laughs> Cor- we got a win over Demarcus Corley. We got um, Timothy Bradley lost. lost. We got. Uh, Lucas Matisse win. You got a Marcos Maidana win. Barely. You got a Sean Porter loss. You got a Jesus Sotocaros win. You got a Mir Khan loss. I mean, so... Got some names there. He got some names on there. So that's why I'm not going to... All of his losses are... Except for Aaron Martinez's, you know, are pretty legit. Mm -hmm. Are legit. So, like, this guy... Aaron Devin Alexander the Great man I like him representing St. Louis.
1: He's a nice fighter man. I'm glad to see him Self-fought. back in the ring. I just hope he has a good plan on why he's back in the ring, or at least um, the myth Al Heyman has a good plan for him on like to get him up there gets a, a good shot or a good contender It's literally status. been
2: two years since he's
1: fought. So you got to work your way back up, baby. That's what's gonna happen. How you uh, gonna work
2: your way back up? I mean, his he's going off of his name alone right now because of his. Of where he's at in the game, man. You're, this ain't a game that you fall off, man. When you're winning, you stay on top of it. You fight two, three times a year. You ain't fought in two years, homeboy. What you been doing since then? In, I don't know if you <laughs> needed the money or you were devastated by that loss, but some of the things like that confusing me because he's a smart boxer. So yeah, it's not he could like walk he
1: around St. Louis as a king, probably. I'm Especially
2: since they ain't got no football team no more. Right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> the, the stadium's still there. The ghost town of the stadium. So, Daniel Jacobs, uh, he announced uh, his contract with HBO. A lot more fights. you can see more of him on HBO. But an interesting me, thing to me was that he signed to Eddie Hearn in Matchroom Sports. UK promoter. I, I was, uh, he's still, you know, uh, Al Heyman fighter. Yeah. But I, I I thought that was very interesting because uh, Eddie Hearn, you know, he's got Kel Brook in there. He had Carl Frampton, but not no more. But he has, like, Luke Campbell as one of his fighters. Um, uh, then I'm they said it was based. Anthony Br-
2: didn't say it was based out of Brooklyn. And he's going to get more, a lot more New York fights.
1: A lot more New York fights, but maybe just UK beat, beat up some European fighters. they always game. They're tough. I'm trying to go to
2: New York, man, and watch Me one of them fight, man. Me too.
1: I'm going to go to Brooklyn. Forget about it.
2: Right. I hate you sometimes. Man. Don't don't do that. Don't so, do that.
1: Tony, weak-ass weeks. I don't know if I want to call him weak-ass weeks anymore. So some, some information is brought up to me that I just overlooked and kind of spaced out over the years. But he was the ref for the Corrales-Castillo fight. The first fight. Yeah, man. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. He let the fight go on because he got to stop that fight. Yeah. And it not be the same fight in history that we know today.
2: Oh, it's not. When they when you talk about fight of the year and they do it. when you talk about fight of the year, no matter what network or anything, the montage that is usually the first one, two, or three fights yeah. that they show for them on the montage. Though, yeah. Because that's possibly one of the greatest fights of all time. Like if you're watching that, wouldn't that in eight rounds?
1: No, it went the whole just dist- no, nah, went to like the last it, round. It was
2: nah. I think it was round eight or. T- all right, go ahead. Continue talking while I look this up, though. Well.
1: I'm not gonna call him weak ass weeks no more just because of that. I think you're that right until he makes another dumb boneheaded boo. So I'm just gonna call him Tony Weeks for now. I'd like to say my little apologies.
2: So that's the only reason why, because he, <laughs> mm-hmm. 'cause cause he was in a Chico Corrales fight that gave him the fight of the year.
1: Yeah, that, that, that didn't stop it and allowed him to still get the win. Are you looking mm. it up? Yep. What I is sure I am. hold on, hold on. I'm man. saying eleventh round, eleventh or twelfth round. Near the end.
2: TKO. See. I'm waiting. I'm getting there, man. Trying to New figure York. out. I'm trying to figure out what.
1: How now, Brown count? Why don't you tell me about Canelo's comments while you're looking for that? We're about a week away from the the draw in the desert that happened with a Triple G and Canelo Round ten. Round ten. Yep. Oh, I was close. I said eleven to twelve. Closer than you. What are you talking about? I said. Eight. Let's talk about Canelo's you comments. You went over. I said 11 or 12.
2: You went over. I was what away? Anyway, I said 8 or 10.
1: You said 8.
2: I said 8 or 10. Okay, whatever. We'll All, right, back back All right, go back to the tape. Let's go back to
1: Canelo's comments on Triple G's. Canelo said. You have the
2: floor. No, no let's go. We want to go over him or Sergey Kovalev's comments first.
1: Uh, Triple G. Canelo, Triple G, because they weren't talking about Tickets to oh,
2: House. Okay. So Canelo said he, he's not fighting for the rest of the year, <laughs> but he's not looking for any fight except for a rematch. Ooh, I like that. I love that. He said he wants to start the year off with a fight with with Triple G. Cinco de Mayo. So, I mean, Triple G should be sitting pretty on some money now, heaviest payday. So, I think he was awarded. I
1: think it's time for Triple G to take a little break, relax, let your mind get set, enjoy some family time, and then come back in Cinco de Mayo and prove who won.
2: I don't know if they can wait that long, dude. That's like another. What month is this? This is September. It's like a year yeah, away. Tell, it feels like it would be. Right? like You're talking about... It's, it's you're talking
0: September
1: says you You're talking three. about eight months. That's the eight, eight months, exactly. You're literally talking about eight months. Dang.
2: <sighs> I mean, even though everything went really fast like this year, getting up into this fight. But I, that's what I like to hear. So the fact that... I like to see Triple G, G fight
1: Koto in December. Just beat him up.
2: Nah, man. I don't want to see that happen to a... I don't want to see that happen to Miguel Koto, man. That's what he wants. I don't think... I don't think Miguel Cotto's one of those guys, I don't think anybody can beat him up. You can make him look bad, but you're not just going to beat him up, man. No. Like From Antonio Margarito, if you can't do that with cast, I don't think anybody can do yeah. that. I don't even think Triple G can knock him out. Yeah. And especially how, did you see what I posted on our page? Which one? Um, what Jim Lampley said about this fight. Yeah. No. He gave, he gave uh, Triple G the nod for mm-hmm. the win, but he said from that fight, if they were to have a rematch, Canelo he wins. said Canelo wins. Easy. because he it. said he learned more from that fight than Triple G can learn. I don't from think that Triple
1: fight. G has anything else in the in. He has nothing else. No, in, no in other
2: that. no other tools in the toolbox. He box. showed
1: him everything he has. Big,
2: really exactly, yep. and then Canelo, all it is is conditioning. I was and be also more thinking active. about
1: Triple G's comments about how, like I said, he's never going to get that warrior moment, like where he wants that. He, big, he
2: said he wants that Mexican me, Mexican style
1: boxing. He had your chance to do that with David Lemieux. And you chose to box him. So, I don't want to hear it no more from Triple G. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear
2: it. Well, if he had Mexican-style fi- boxing, that would have been over real quick. He couldn't have had that with David Lemieux. The only people that could have had a Mexican-style boxing is Danny Jacobs or Canelo Alvarez. But you're not going to... From that fight, Triple G's chin is granted. I don't think he can be knocked out.
1: I don't think so either. I don't he think he can not be
2: knocked out. So, you're not going to get a Mexican- get John Jones to of. beat him up. On steroids? On steroids. Or, oh, okay.
1: Hey cocaine. It'll take both of them. What was the ticket sales?
2: Let me see if I can find it.
1: I think Canelo looked. I want to say he wins the rematch easy.
2: Real easy. Right. Like, I honestly don't think it's going to be really easy. Like, he's going to work about. them, right? Yeah. So, the ticket sales for the Canelo Triple G fight are the third highest in history. Of course. Behind Mayweather, May Mac, and May Pack. So you got Mayweather, you got Mayweather Pacquiao uh, at number one. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Number one with 71 million in ticket sales. Number two is Mayweather McGregor at 55 million in ticket sales. And then third with Canelo and Triple G, nice. 27 million Not bad. in ticket sales. Not bad still. Not bad at all. Not, Not bad, bad at about. all.
1: Because, like, <laughs> this is casual fans. Yeah They're still not the names That Mayweather Or Pacquiao Or McGregor are So that's pretty damn good
2: Yeah So it's, congratulations On that fellas For being up there I mean when you're Behind Mayweather On most of the stuff When it comes to like Cashing out You're still doing Pretty good for
1: yourself So how do you feel About Sergey Kovalev Still sour right Still sour Still sour Still a little upset
2: You ask me how I feel I don't His like, feelings are hurt, right to, I used to When like I first them.
1: saw that I just dismissed it It was just like uh, Really come on man You, you got You, you, you quit you lost You quit. That's it. It's over. It's over. Be happy he's retired.
2: You're going to say that Andre Ward retired because he's scared of you. Psh. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. How dumb can you be to honestly really think that and to go out of your way he to do that?
1: He he made you quit, knocked you out the second time.
2: Yeah. So first one, okay, that's, that's one thing. We'll give you that. The, the, yes, you can be mad about that. Then you said you're going to come back word for word Let's do this again, and I'm going to kick his ass. You got KO'd.
1: We talked about Andre kicked. Ward's retirement last week, right? Yeah. Okay, good. What, what are you talking me? about? I just want to make sure.
2: Yeah, so Andre Ward, yeah, we talked about Andre Ward's retirement, but to say that he's scared of you when this man has defeated you twice, and you got hurt in the fight, and I'm you second. chose not to fight back. The second fight was a really, really you sound fight. bitter, and then... One thing that I um, who has
1: a fight coming up too, by the way.
2: So he, he has a fight coming up. So I was watching. I do
1: think Donna Stevenson was felt when he uh, when Andre Ward retired. He's like, yes. Probably. Just wiped the sweat from his brow, like.
2: Whew. I still don't think he wants to see what Sergey Kovalev. No, no. One of the thing. One of the things is, um, I was watching. I think it was, ESPN. Uh, his and hers sit the six at six. It was one of those. But they were talking about how. Uh, the NBA had just shortened their season, or they. They elongated their season so they can have less back-to-back games. Okay. And then Charles Barkley, you know, went off, talked about, oh, these players. It's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. terrible, man. These kids, they, you know, they can't play back-to-back games. We had to do that. And, and so, basically, what they one person made a point that it kind of destroys your legacy the more you sound bitter about it because then it just makes you go out of your way. It's just like, oh, all you do is talk trash. It's like more people are going to remember you for what you're saying instead of how you played. That's the reason why M- Michael Jordan is still considered the GOAT after all this, because no matter what the rule changes are, no matter what these kids do, he's not hating. He's mm-hmm. backing off, and he's saying it is what it is, and he still has that mystique about him. Yeah. Andre, I mean, not Andre, Sergey Kovalev, you're destroying your mystique, yep. and you're destroying your legacy. Yep. Look, if you go out, Canelo Alvarez has no losses, and the only loss we talked about is Floyd Mayweather, don't and count. we don't even count that. Yeah. So, Sergey Kupolov, We have to, but don't. You, we have to, but we don't. So, if Sergey Kovalev, if you lose to Andre Ward twice, hey, bro, you're good in my book. Hey, if you lose and you lose to but, Andre Ward, but the bitterness, but the bitterness, it really warrants everything and it voids it, everything a big, that you do. It's a do. turn
1: off to the chicks. It's a turn off to the fans. Yeah, just don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. But so you sound bad. One thing that wasn't settled over that past weekend we had was pound-for-pound pound supremacy. Yeah. So now Andre Ward is gone, so he's no longer the number one spot.
2: And then we had a draw. Triple
1: G in the draw in the <laughs> desert did not settle who was the best. Yeah. Now, when Ward retired, automatically to me, Terrence, Terrence Crawford, Crawford
2: goes number Number one
1: pound-for-pound, pound, yes, hands sir. Yes, sir. down. Who do you put at yeah. number two? Still, put triple
2: I, G. Feel, I put, I put to Canelo. I got Triple G. I put Canelo.
1: Okay. I got because
2: Canelo past Triple G. I got I got Canelo, then Triple G. The reason why I have Canelo is because Canelo still has better wins.
1: Yeah. Uh, well that, he, that's,
2: he, he still, that's a debate better, to talk so about. So look, look, he, know, still, he still has better wins. I don't Granted, know. we both gave Canelo, we gave Canelo the nod. And triple G the nod. We gave yeah, we gave Triple G the nod. But then after that. Uh, since it's a draw, okay. man, I'm about to go. About to, even so that can go either way.
1: Ring, that can go either way then. It
2: can. So, it can.
1: number four, Lomachenko. Any mm-hmm. arguments there? Mm-hmm. Who's number five now?
2: Who do we have number five at last time? Was it uh, Mikey Garcia? Not Mikey Garcia. No, nah, it, it, it could be
1: Sergey Kovalev, baby. It could be who else is out there? These pound for pound rankings. Because now with the ward gone, it doesn't leave too many left. Do we got Donna Stevenson in there? Do you put
2: uh, no? i Donna Stevenson. Just because pound for pound is, you're not scared of everybody and then you can defeat almost everybody. Chocolate Tito's
1: no longer on there. Do we no, got Soul side
2: We had Chocolate Tito, maybe barely ten.
1: Yeah,
2: he's gone. He's gone. You got no K- longer on got, the list. You got KTFO.
1: No longer on the list. Matter of fact, hold on. Where's that paper? Did I put that as KTFO? He is KTFO.
2: No, I'm making sure I had it right now. So when we get to the end of the year,
1: have you looked at on time?
2: That was a KTFO, right? Mhm. Get that in there. Yep. Get that in there. Sure, yep. Make sure I get that. No, I was making sure I. Uh,
1: oh yeah, I should have put it up on there. Huh? Mhm. Yeah, you should. It should have already been on there. So what are you talking about?
2: You're right. You're right. I'm slipping, man. Slipping. I thought we was You're just slipping. gonna get it at the All right. All right. Let, let me get on it. You
1: put okay. Reno at number five.
2: No. No. Okay. No, doesn't have doesn't have the record so you. Kovalev. Even. Kovalev, I can see being a number five before anybody. Or or actually, you know, the, the second loss. Hook, I mean, I could, I would put Keith Thurman or Earl Spence. There you go. Guys. So I would say Keith Thurman. I got number uh, five. Keith Thurman sounds good, and then probably Earl Spence right after that, maybe.
1: Maybe, maybe, maybe. It's, it's a lot to talk about. We'll try to get this figured out. Yeah. But what does 72 days, 23 hours, and 4 minutes mean to you?
2: 72 days. Mal, my, my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving, so and my
1: math sucks, so I don't think it's there yet. What does that mean? December 9th. Apparently, ticket sales are going crazy, and this is Rigondeau versus Lomachego. This is the fighters fight. This is going to be the best bout for me and you especially, I think, um, and hopefully entertaining for the fans as well. But I, forgot I can't when,
2: wait. Uh, I forgot what boxing group I was uh, looking at, and uh, somebody marked it down. It was like, Lomancheko stops Rigano. I really don't see that as being a hot take. Or I, I, I think can, he's going to knock him out. You think he's going to knock him out?
1: As of right now, I think he's going to knock him out.
2: Unless Rigano gets on his horse. Not, I, he'll
1: have him out in five rounds.
2: This is the fight that we're definitely going to see. Too big, <laughs> too strong. We're going we're gonna to see who... Is actually who, and this is gonna yep. be the first great opponent the yep. per- person is gonna fight. So we said that before. I'm, I don't know, I don't know. I, I see. I, if I'm betting man, I'm taking Lomachenko. Mm, me too, me too. But Ringo was smart in his last fight. Even though they uh, counted it as uh, no contest, mm-hmm. he was really dominating fashion.
1: Yeah, real fast too. Yeah. So. And that's 72 days, 23 hours, and 2 minutes away. Make sure you hit us up on facebook.com forward slash square circle 101 or on. Twitter at Talk at Smack oh, so 101. Forget where we at? Don't forget to hit me up on Gmail at Square Circle 101 as well. Make sure you download that app. It's available in Google Play and the App Store. Now, what was the keys to victory? It's going to be average in bed or something like that.
2: <laughs> Never be average in bed or be average, average size. That ain't going to get the ladies. Man. So
1: They sell attachments.
2: Nobody trains to be average.
1: Nobody.
2: Also, make sure, man, you find me, uh, shooter underscore SC101 on Instagram. Also on Snapchat. I'm always giving updates and alerts for what we're doing, too. I got my man, Sonny Ill, over here. So, most of the time, I'm with him. So, make sure you check us out. We try to stay on top of it, man. We're going to be better. We're going to get more. We got stuff coming in the future. Building this brand That's what we're trying to do.
1: Make sure you hit us up. Don't forget to download that app. And tell your friends and tell your family members about it. And we'll see you all next week.
0: Cheers.